0: And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you, guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's going on, everybody? Mike here. And it's episode 68. We've got day two of blogging. And it's about uh, 12 o'clock, midway through the day. Figured I'd give you guys a quick update before I jump into the rest of the day and get some work done. So, um... Pretty much, I have a pretty similar routine, um, unless, again, I have to wake up early for a particular meeting, client, or something scheduled ahead of time, so I woke up around 8.45. Today, I was a little bit sore from, I don't know if you guys noticed, but yesterday was shorter workout periods, it was about an hour in the morning and an hour at night, as opposed to two or three hour um, training sessions, and yesterday, the goal was to specifically work on explosiveness, speed... And again, anaerobic output. So the workout intensity was higher, but it was a shorter overall time of workout. So today I was definitely feeling it when I woke up, did some stretches in bed. And this is something I recommend. Everybody kind of just drags themselves out of bed and rushes through their morning routine and isn't really getting themselves properly awake and going through a good routine in the morning to set you up for the rest of your day. So to me, the morning is kind of like the foundation of every day. We're building a day from the ground up. The morning is obviously your foundation. So why not take the time in the morning to build that strong foundation to build upon the rest of your day? So did 15 minutes of stretches. I like to bring my knees into my chest. I have back issues. So properly going through some mobility movements is huge for me. And obviously, depending on if you guys have injuries or any kind of aches and pains, you can do different variations. But Something I got, honestly, from a Bruce Lee book uh, a while ago, years ago, was his morning routine. And what he would do is, I I do it a little differently, but he would do sit-ups right in bed, go through some stretches, go through some calisthenics, get his heart rate up. What I like to do is go through more range of motion and uh, mobility movements. So I bring my knees into my chest, I hug them in, hold them, let them come out, Uh, go one knee at a time, then go back out, straighten my other leg out. I go straight leg raises alternating one at a time i'll do a piriformis stretch where i put my left ankle on my right knee and then i hug my right knee into my chest and what i'll also do is straighten my right leg out to get my quad firing properly and uh, my hamstrings working as an antagonist and protagonist for the quad and hamstring relationship getting them both firing up properly and working with and against one another um and that's yes i got morning routine in, get my 16 ounces of water, I had a little bit more coffee this morning, so I was going probably closer to 16 ounces, then I went on my walk, walked over to the bakery, picked up the car, headed over to the gym, got there a little early today, so I was there about like 10, maybe 10, 15, and uh, went into my kickboxing routine, today I, um, instead of focusing on 6 rounds that were a little bit more explosive and heavy, uh, did really more of just... 30 minutes of consecutive movement, so I still did my 3 minute warm up, 3 minute round of shadow boxing, and then it was a focus of just 30 minutes of trying to do as much continuous movement as possible, doesn't necessarily have to be super high pace, but I also don't want to keep the same low pace as well, I'm trying to still go through some pace changes there, some footwork, but keep it moving for 30 minutes consecutively, okay? And the idea and, and in my mind behind it and from having conversations with other performance coaches and my understanding of the human body and, and all those applications and personal experience... I found what works great for me is establishing a foundation, which I've already done prior in the last, you know, four weeks of being back from Thailand. And I already built up a real good cardio based while in Thailand. That was one thing I took away as a very strong experience was the cardiovascular focus almost too much to the point where it's overtraining, at least for my body, where the constant running twice a day, every day um, for, you know, three miles, it just, it, it was to me a burnout to a certain point where i see value in doing cardio and especially establishing a cardiovascular base but if the fight is going to be a max let's say it's five rounds three minutes so that's going to be 20 minutes including the rest periods total of 20 minutes of work that's the most i need to do in a fight why would i be doing an hour and a half two hours or even 45 minutes of running multiple times throughout the day um unless i'm trying to establish an adi- an initial cardio base which is great for maybe 1 to 2 weeks maybe 4 depending on where you're at and again depending on if you need to use, lose body fat but even then we can go with interval training do it maybe twice a week get your you know um performance stimulation but allow your body to recover and then focusing on skill set training where You can still be explosive, but that's where you're getting a lot of your conditioning. So for example, yesterday I was doing my bag work and combos. That's where I'll go very heavy with those combos. I'm trying to drill them as close to 100% as I possibly can, even though I'm trying to work on technique as well. Same thing that goes for mitt work or even for sparring days. Um, Majority of the time, one thing I learned again in Thailand is that we're sparring every single day, every class. But we're not going at 100% intensity. We're maybe going between 30-50% to go through the movements to familiarize yourself, to get all those uh, neurological synapses firing up together, proprioception, all these aspects that keep you fresh. But at the same time, we're still going to have that one sparring day a week where we're going hard. You're pushing the pace and you're not trying to hurt your, your training partner, but you're definitely trying to push it, getting close to 70, 80%. And really, there's a great saying um, I forgot who said it, one of the fighters there. It's like, really, I know 50 and 100%. Like, I'm either going to go half speed or full speed. It's hard to do, like, all right, 30%, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. I'm either trying to get you or I'm like working on technique. And there's, it's hard to establish those different gears. But that's something that comes with time, I think, too. Anyways, so today, went to the gym, focus was on 30 minutes of continuous movement and activity, working on some combos, working on footwork, trying to become more fluid and working for my southpaw stance, that was a real big goal of mine that I want to continuously work on, is developing my southpaw stance, because believe it or not, um, I started in Taekwondo and I actually was more comfortable with my right leg forward, and in Taekwondo, the benefit is you can switch stances and be ambidextrous, ambidextrous to a certain extent going back and forth, and in jujitsu and wrestling, I like grappling with my right leg forward, so that stance is familiar, but I would force myself to fight in an orthodox stance, um, just because that's what I always did starting in boxing, I didn't really go to a southpaw stance, because I was a righty in my mind as far as baseball goes, Um, any kind of sport, I was really a righty, and usually southpaw stance is associated with a lefty, so I really kind of pushed that off, but this last year I've been focusing on it a little bit more. I wanted to go to Thailand and even develop it more, but when it came down to fight, I wanted to stay with what I felt comfortable with and what I knew. So I was working more on my traditional stance, but bringing back the southpaw stance. Um, so I did my 30 minutes of work. We did, you know, five, six minutes of warm-up. Then I do a round five-minute round cool-down go through my stretching routine. One thing I really like to do is I use my warm-up, the jump rope and the shadow boxing is almost my dynamic warm-up and stretch. I go through hip flexor movements. I go through hamstring swings and... um abduction, adduction of my legs, go through external rotation of my shoulders, some flexion extension of my shoulders, some spine mobility, thoracic mobility, just to make sure everything feels good. And then at the end of the workout, I use shadow boxing to cool down and then I'll do static stretching where I'm really focusing on my back, my hamstrings, my piriformis, um, some of those basic mo- muscle groups that uh, attach around the hips because I tend to get tight hip flexors, especially right now with my hip having a little bit of um, a strain in there, paying attention to it. And yeah, so usually uh, I like to take Tuesdays off as an active recovery day or some kind of off day. Um, but really in the last couple of months, I've just been using it as a, a training day where I, Monday I go hard. Tuesday, bring down the intensity, keep it moving somewhat of a recovery day, but still getting skills and workout in, boosting my metabolism. And then um, I usually play the night by ear because I have a lot of work to get done today. So I'm not planning on working out, but if I feel good and I get work done, I might still hit the gym. I might take an F45 class. Um, or just work on some acceleration programs that I got coming up. If not, I'm probably going to end up hitting those tomorrow in the morning and then do my uh, strength conditioning and F45 workout at night and kind of go from there. So as much as I have a plan, um, I like to do, like I said yesterday, keep it flexible, keep it moving depending on what's going on with the day. So that brings us to about, let's say, 11.15, 11.30, drive back to the bakery, grab a my first meal of the day because I've been fasting, even though I broke the fast with coffee, had a protein shake on the way to the gym. Um, while I was walking, I had that coffee with my muscle milk protein, a uh, scoop of fresh greens, and about four to six ounces of coco- I'm sorry, almond milk in there. I like the unsweetened one, keeps low sugar, low calories, and it still tastes good. Um, I'm finishing up muscle milk, actually, um, but I'm excited to try some new protein I got coming up. I'm going to have a couple different companies sending me out some protein so I can try it for you guys, obviously, first form. Um, We'll see what they got. I want to try Quest Nutrition Protein because they sent me some protein bars, and I want to give their protein powder a try. And uh, yeah, I actually... F45 has their own supplement line that they don't personally I think make but they work with so I want to give them a shot and again just try a couple different uh, protein styles, flavors and see what's digesting well because one thing I do see with the muscle milk based on their whey source I do get a little bloaty, a little gassy and um, one thing I want to try for a first form is they have a uh, hydrolyzed whey which makes it easily broken down or at least they go through a process of breaking it down a little bit more so it's easier to digest for your body so it doesn't bloat you as much or gas or anything like that. And I also – I still got to try – Joe DeFranco has a supplement line. I want to try his. Um, he has a no whey Jose which has no whey in it. And then there's a whey-based one that I want to try as well. So i got a lot of protein to try, a lot of supplements to try. So we got a lot of supplements to try like I was saying. And yeah, I'll give you guys as much feedback once I start getting more supplements coming in, trying different options and all that good stuff. All right. So for the rest of the day, I'm going to go for a walk after the workout. Um, sometimes I like to wait for that walk until later in the day, but it's really nice out. It's warm here. It's like 55, 60 degrees here in Asheville. So I want to take advantage of the good weather, get some sun in, some vitamin D, um, especially depending on my workout, uh, even though it was 30 minutes um, It was consecutive, so it definitely was a little draining, and it wasn't the same intensity it was yesterday, but it still gets tiring and um, was able to cool down, stretch, jump in the sauna, but I still feel like I could get a little energy boost, so I'll go for a walk, bring my cortisol levels down if they're still a little up from the training. Uh, normally what I don't like to do is have caffeine immediately after a workout because the idea is and how we want to look at our workouts is we're trying to ramp ourselves up prior to a workout to get a good playlist where you have over 100 beats per minute so it brings your heart rate up. You have some kind of stimulant. Um, not everyone has to obviously use stimulants or everyone necessarily likes it. Some people are naturally jittery. So depending on how you feel, obviously consult your doctor as well or a dietitian, or if you need one, you can reach out to us. We'll set you up with someone on our team. And... But for those that do like pre-workouts or stimulants, that's the time beforehand. Um, I don't even get carbs in before now as much. I do it after because I like to base my carbs around my workouts and the needs based on how much I exerted myself. And now after, because that will obviously get my energy up with the stimulants and just getting blood circulating, good warm-up, a good music playlist. And that's something I think I'm going to start adding is my, some of the music selections that I, music selections I've been having during my workouts in the show notes. Uh, for the blog so you guys can get, get even a feel for the playlist that I like and, and kind of hear what I'm rocking out to because sometimes I'll be honest, I listen to weird, weird transitions of music, um, especially when I'm working. I like Mozart a lot or even certain kickboxing when I'm drilling things and I'm not going at a high intensity. I listen to Beethoven, Mozart, that kind of classical music. Um, Studies have suggested, uh, whether it's the NIH or you have private university studies, there's been numerous studies out uh, where they analyze data and brain activity based on music selection and playlist. And it can increase cognitive performance and function when you're listening to classical music. So that's something I like to implement to help kind of bed that information and retain it a little bit easier and recall it faster. But I also, they, they found that There's a certain beats per minute that can have a physiological response in your body for energy, for performance, for cardiovascular output, so on and so forth. So I'm I'm also going to play with some playlists here and share some more information with you guys as the weeks go on. So got the playlist going up. Boom. So like I said, I'm going to go for a walk, get outside, get some sun, all that good stuff. Come back in. I think I'm going to finish piecing together the first part of today's schedule that I have. Then I have meetings later in the day. Got some marketing things to put together. Uh, What else do I got going on today? Let's check the calendar, guys. That's a big thing that I like to do. I always set my calendar up for the next day, so I kind of have my routine, and I also check my calendar when I'm going for my morning walk to lay out the day because I can set up tomorrow, today, but some things might change overnight or some things may have to be altered, so... Yeah, I'm going to doing the podcast, going for a walk. got some daily marketing tasks I'm going to take care of. Ooh, i got emails to write. I see that. See, these are little things i got to remember myself. So I'm going to put some emails together for Kevin over at F45 in South Asheville. I'm really excited about um, some, some ideas I have, some cross-promotional things, some incentives for the members over there, things I've used with UFC Gym in the past, um, and I worked with other gyms that have been successful, and I want to help bring people in the door for them, so that could be cool. I'll send that over to Kevin so he can get that info. Got to send out some emails. Got to email Quest Nutrition. Give them a big thanks for their protein bar they sent out and um, see what we got going on with them. And then also, for any of our fitness people out there that have even a decent, like if you have at least 500 followers on social media, reach out to us because um, I started a social media agency as kind of a request and just kind of just came up out of necessity because... There's some companies out there and websites that allow you to get connected to sponsors through social media and their platform on their website. So let's say I have a good Instagram following, I have the proper engagement rate, and I have the demographics that a certain sponsor is looking for. You can go onto a website and actually apply for these social media campaigns and bid how much you would be able to offer your services for. So I'm going to go through that for a little bit. Um, And one thing I'm actually looking into that I'm going to be doing today as well is going through the insurance companies and seeing what kind of options we have because we have dietitians that we contract i have other health professionals i have credentials and i'm trying to see what the credentials that we have are and how we can go about using it for insurance for you guys our followers and the members so that whether it's you get money back at the end of the year or insurance we can just bill the insurance company and you maybe have a copay or no copay and they just pay us out or we're going through that so if anyone is even familiar with that process and has some insight they could shed feel free to reach out to me I've done some homework myself and looked at some companies and reached out to some of our health professionals but I'm gonna keep following up with that today boom and then got a call with first form later today I'm excited to get on the phone with them and Jared over from first form to talk about some things that we can have coming up how we can work them into what we're doing and supplements all that fun stuff and then yeah see how we feel at the end of the day might get a second workout in um We'll see. As of right now, I think I'm going to leave it at that and just focus on getting work done today because then tomorrow is going to be a heavy day of training, teaching, and just running around. So try and get as much work done as I can today. I'm going to get that done, go for my walk. I'll catch up with you guys later, and we'll get the rest of this posted up for you guys. Yeah, fighters. All right, and we're back. So got my walk in, came back, and I'll be honest, guys. Once I got back from that walk, I was starving. So... One thing I think I'm going to make a little bit of adjustment on is before I go for that walk, if my energy is a little uh, low like that, I could tell probably my blood sugar was obviously uh, at a pretty low point and definitely craving the carbs a little bit. So that's one thing I noticed is with intermittent fasting, depending on how you're manipulating your macronutrients, you can still get um, certain cravings. So for example – Sunday into Monday, I started fasting, but I still had carbohydrates for Monday. As so you saw, I had pasta in there. So what I, I'm planning on doing is slowly, not exactly cold turkey, all of a sudden, boom, cutting it all out, which I've done in the past, and that can work. But I found, for me, a transitionary um process makes it a little bit easier for me in the long term In the short term maybe not as effective obviously but for the long term it, even if it's from a psychological standpoint i feel like i'm not being deprived as much it's still that balancing act of okay i'm doing relatively everything i need to but okay if i want this it's still there it's not taken for me so long story short um got back from the walk had my uh sandwich from the bakery that I picked up and then I still had two biscuits left over from Geraldine's so what I'm going to be doing is I'm actually logging food on DotFit, which is one of the software systems that we have access to I'll put a link to this underneath you guys will, if you want to sign up for that and uh, get involved with you know logging your food and your activities it's a great app and website that I use and uh, through Life of a Fighter you can actually get a free registration so check the link below or just message us we'll set you up. And some of the food items, obviously, I can't put in Geraldine's because it's not there. And I'm personally, honestly, too lazy to put in the custom food every time. I did used to do that at one point when I was using DotFit or any kind of logging system pretty frequently. But I'm going to be doing this really just for you guys over the next 30 days so maybe as it starts to go on i'm going to be adding more custom foods but for now i'm just kind of like picking out what i think is the closest as far as macronutrients serving sizes so on and so forth so like even i put an egg sandwich it says dunkin donuts but i really had it made at the bakery so there's going to be a couple different things like for the most part the food choices are even um i put like sweet potato what i really had was i had Sweet potato baked chips in our air fryer. We we got one uh, for the wedding. So that was cool. I was excited to try that out. So just keep that in mind. Like check the show notes, not just the um, the spreadsheets that I'm going to put. So what I'm going to do is in our show notes, I'm also going to put spreadsheets of my training activity from the day, different rounds, um, sets, reps, all the information in a Google sheet that you guys can click over to and pull up. And also underneath the Google sheet, you'll see a summary of my activities throughout the day. Let's say like, you know, I walked train, stretched, whatever, what times that took place at, all the sets, reps. And also, I'm going to put my food in there. So you'll see food timing, macronutrient ratio, see my carb intake. And what I try and do is, again, base my carbs around activity. So I, I worked out this morning. So I was going to have my majority of my carbs. I had 300 grams of carbs already throughout the day, give or take. So I'm done with carbs pretty much throughout the rest of the day. All I'm going to be doing is protein and vegetables. So I'm going to probably have like four eggs later. Um, and then Brussels sprouts, peppers, onions, garlic, and then I might have a protein shake before I start fasting again, and that's probably going to be my nutrition for the day. Um, for the rest of the day, I'm not going to be working out. I'm going to be still doing more work. Got back from the walk, uh, ate, crushed food, got a little bit more work done, and then took a nap once I felt the food digest after like an hour and a half because the last thing you want to do is eat a whole bunch of food and then go right to sleep unless you want to store it as fat. But that's not what I'm trying to do So I stayed up Made sure to metabolize a little bit Have more water Took a nap for about an hour Really like 40 minutes Then took some time to wake up Now jumping back into work And I wanted to finish up the podcast Throw in my last two cents of the day Before I finish up I'm going to close this up finish editing it, putting together the article again. Now we're going to have a Google Sheet in every post when I'm training or at least just to have my meal plan so you guys can see that and have it a little more accessible. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have it as one sheet that every day I'm just going to update a new tab at the bottom. So when you open, you click on Google Sheet at the bottom, you'll see like day two, day three, day four, so on and so forth. Um, I'm going to do that for the rest of the 30 days. And yeah, guys, that's pretty much it for day two. It was a one workout kind of day. Still went for a walk, got outside. Um really productive as far as skill focus in the morning session. Um got work done. Getting this groove going of starting up blogging every day, kind of getting my system down, how I want to do it, how I want to break up the day, getting the rest of my work done. And again, I'm gonna spend the rest of the day doing some tests I talked about before, but I'm also gonna be updating the website with again our membership features and locked content and You guys have had a lot of access to a lot of the Fitness Vault content, so you might start seeing a lot of that stuff being locked up again and put back in the vault. And the incentive is realistically, it's it's for our members, it's for you guys that have either signed up for it or, or paying for it because it takes a lot of energy and resources to create this content. And as much as I want to share it and I try and give you guys the opportunity to see it as much as possible, um, by doing it this way, we also get more resources to just continuously grow, get more guests on, have better equipment, me, I can put more energy into it, all that fun stuff. And um, the big thing that... I want to continuously do and grow is having the content up there, having more value for you guys and even expanding our library. Really I just want to be a curator for the best content in the world on Life of a Fighter and just pull it all together whether it's directly created by us or we're referencing to somewhere else that created it. That's really what I want to look to do with our fitness information and really just try and help you guys at the end of the day and inspire you. So. Keep checking social media. I'm going to try and be more interactive on there if you guys have questions, all that fun stuff. And I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow so it's not going to be that crazy of a gap. So have a great rest of the day.